0: This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth Table. Your word is truth, your word is life. Presented by Innervar
1: City Press. Your
0: word is truth, your word
1: is A daily audio Bible podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson.
0: And Akemeni Uwen. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading. Genesis chapter 21, verses 1 through 34. And Proverbs chapter 17, verses 1 through 28. Genesis chapter 21. The birth of Isaac. The Lord visited Sarah just as he had said he would, and did for Sarah what he had promised. So Sarah became pregnant and bore Abraham a son in his old age at the appointed time that God had told him. Abraham named his son, whom Sarah bore to him, Isaac. When his son Isaac was eight days old, Abraham circumcised him just as God had commanded him to do. Now Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born to him. Sarah said, God has made me laugh. Everyone who hears about this will laugh with me. She went on to say, Who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? Yet I have given birth to a son for him in his old age. The child grew and was weaned. Abraham prepared a great feast on the day that Isaac was weaned. But Sarah noticed the son of Hagar the Egyptian, the son whom Hagar had borne to Abraham, mocking. So she said to Abraham, Banish that slave woman and her son, for the son of that slave woman will not be an heir along with my son Isaac. Sarah's demand displeased Abraham greatly because Ishmael was his son. But God said to Abraham, Do not be upset about the boy or your slave wife. Do all that Sarah is telling you because through Isaac your descendants will be counted. But I will also make the son of the slave wife into a great nation, for he is your descendant too. Early in the morning, Abraham took some food and a skin of water and gave them to Hagar. He put them on her shoulders, gave her the child, and sent her away. So she went wandering aimlessly through the wilderness of Beersheba. When the water in the skin was gone, she shoved the child under one of the shrubs. Then she went and sat down by herself across from him at quite a distance, about a bow shot away. For she thought, I refuse to watch the child die. So she sat across from him and wept uncontrollably. But God heard the boy's voice. The angel of God called to Hagar from heaven and asked her, What is the matter, Hagar? Don't be afraid, for God has heard the boy's voice right where he is crying. Get up. Help the boy up and hold him by the hand, for I will make him into a great nation. Then God enabled Hagar to see a well of water. She went over and filled the skin with water and then gave the boy a drink. God was with the boy as he grew. He lived in the wilderness and became an archer. He lived in the wilderness of Paran. His mother found a wife for him from the land of Egypt. At that time, Abimelech and Phechol, the commander of his army, said to Abraham, God is with you in all that you do. Now swear to me right here in God's name that you will not deceive me, my children, or my descendants. Show me in the land where you are staying the same loyalty that I have shown you. Abraham said, I swear to do this. But Abraham lodged a complaint against Abimelech concerning a well that Abimelech's servant had seized. I do not know who has done this thing, Abimelech replied. Moreover, you did not tell me. I did not hear about it until today. Abraham took some sheep and cattle and gave them to Abimelech. The two of them made a treaty. Then Abraham set seven ewe lambs apart from the flock by themselves. Abimelech asked Abraham, What is the meaning of these seven ewe lambs that you have set apart? He replied, You must take the seven ewe lambs, from my hand as legal proof that I dug this well. That is why he named that place Beersheba, because the two of them swore an oath there. So they made a treaty at Beersheba. Then Abimelech and Phicol, the commander of his army, returned to the land of the Philistines. Abraham planted a tamarisk tree in Beersheba. There he worshiped the Lord, the eternal God. So Abraham stayed in the land of the Philistines for quite some time. Proverbs 17, verses 1 through 28. Better is a dry crust of bread where there is quietness than a house full of feasting with strife. A servant who acts wisely will rule over an heir who behaves shamefully and will share the inheritance along with the relatives. The crucible is for the refining silver and the furnace is for gold. Likewise, the Lord tests hearts. One who acts wickedly pays attention to evil counsel. A liar listens to a malicious tongue. The one who mocks the poor has insulted his Creator. Whoever rejoices over disaster will not go unpunished. Grandchildren are like a crown to the elderly, and the glory of children is their parents. Excessive speech is not becoming for a fool. How much less are lies for a ruler? A bribe works like a charm, for the one who offers it, and whatever he does, he succeeds. The one who forgives an offense seeks love, but whoever repeats a matter separates close friends. A rebuke makes a greater impression on a discerning person than a hundred blows on a fool. An evil person seeks only rebellion, and so a cruel messenger will be sent against him. It is better for a person to meet a mother bear being robbed of her cubs than to encounter a fool in his folly. As for the one who repays evil for good, evil will not leave his house. Starting a quarrel is like letting out water. Abandon strife before it strikes out. The one who acquits the guilty and the one who condemns the innocent, both of them are an abomination to the Lord. What's the point of a fool having money in hand to buy wisdom when his head is empty? A friend loves at all times and a relative is born to help in adversity. The one who lacks sense strikes hands in pledge and puts up financial security for his neighbor. The one who loves a quarrel loves transgression. Whoever builds his gate high seeks destruction. The one who has a perverse heart does not find good and the one who is deceitful in speech falls into trouble. Whoever brings a fool into the world does so to his grief and the father of a fool has no joy. A cheerful heart brings good healing but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. A wicked person receives a bribe secretly to pervert the ways of justice. Wisdom is directly in front of the discerning person, but the eyes of a fool run to the ends of the earth. A foolish child is a grief to his father and bitterness to the mother who bore him. It is terrible to punish a righteous person and to flog honorable men is wrong. The truly wise person restrains his words and the one who stays calm is discerning. Even a fool who remains silent is considered wise, and the one who holds his tongue is deemed discerning. Is New Testament reading. James chapter 1, verses 19 through 27. Living out the message. Understand this, my dear brothers and sisters: let every person be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger. For human anger does not accomplish God's righteousness. So put away all filth and evil excess and humbly welcome the message implanted within you, which is able to save your souls. But be sure you live out the message and do not merely listen to it and so deceive yourselves. For if someone merely listens to the message and does not live it out, he is like someone who gazes at his own face in a mirror. For he gazes at himself, then goes out and immediately forgets what sort of person he was. But the one who peers into the perfect law of liberty and fixes his attention there and does not become a forgetful listener but one who lives it out, he will be blessed in what he does. If someone thinks he is religious yet does not bridle his tongue and so deceives his heart, his religion is futile. Pure and undefiled religion before God the Father is this, to care for orphans and widows in their adversity and to keep oneself unstained by the world. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly before God's throne of grace. God of wisdom, we thank you. Lord, we thank you for your word that sharpens us, that judges the thoughts and attitudes of our hearts, that gives us wisdom, that helps us to discern what is true, what is good, what is your perfect will, oh God, for our lives, oh God, we thank you. Oh God, that if we ask for wisdom, you give it to us, Lord. Would you help us not to only be listeners of your word, hearers of your word, but to be doers of your word, oh God. Would you help us, oh Lord God, to not mock the poor as we were warned in in Proverbs, oh God, but to help the poor, oh God, to help our neighbors, oh Lord God, to be the hands and feet, the living epistles of your gospel, oh Lord God, and to be the hands and feet of Jesus, oh God. Oh Lord, we thank you, oh God, that you look upon the lowly, that your eye is on the sparrow, that you look upon the marginalized, oh God, as we we read about Hagar, oh God, and her continual mistreatment, oh God, from Sarah, God. But we thank you. I thank you, oh God, that you too had promises, oh Lord God, for Hagar and Ishmael. I thank you, oh God, that they were not excluded from your covenant promises, but they were engrafted in just as we are engrafted in, God. And we thank you that you, O Lord God, are the covenant-keeping God, O God, and that you, O Lord God, will always make good on your promises to us. Would you help us, O God, to continue to trust in you and continue to look to you, O God? I pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers.
1: Your journey to get in God's Word with Bible study resources from InterVarsity Press. Visit ivpress.com and find hundreds of great options and use the code THEWORD to get 30% off and free U.S. shipping on any title. That's ivpress.com and the code T-H-E-W-O-R-D to discover all the great Bible study
0: tools available at IVP.